Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast from a bunch of people who used to watch Bills games together in Chicago, Illinois. A crusher, 32-30 in Arizona. We got a lot to talk about. I'm Lars down here in Philly. Up there in Bruce City, USA, Buffalo, Bill Nichols is with us tonight. What up, guys? Tough one. It's all good. And the president of the Bills backers of Chicago, Sujit, is with us. I am the only person that will fight someone right now because of the anger that I feel in this moment. Yo, Suj, Three. contain yourself. Go ahead. Yes. Don't, we're not getting into contain right now. <laughs> Three people, three dads recording tonight. The uh, the two kidless podcasters are, are at home throwing themselves a pity party. They couldn't be brought to record, but here we are. We're going to go through it with you, Bills Mafia. Probably not a lot of people listening. Not a lot of Bills content is is really, you know, top of mind for a lot of people right now. But for those that are here to gut it out, unlike Jeff and Cassie, tisk, we're tisk. here for you. Tisk tisk, Gang. Let's not waste any time and get right into it. Yeah. Is that a I golf got. ball? Okay. Was that a golf the ball? Best you thing tried? I got. Okay, look, there's no beer in there because I took the travel mug on the way to to walk around the block. That was the most dispirited <laughs> clink I've ever. Yeah, seen. I mean it's perfect for this fucking game. Let's go. Thirty-two to thirty was the final in this one, and um, the the talk of this game is going to be the catch. It's going to be the hail mary, the go-ahead touchdown by DeAndre Hopkins uh, inside three Bills defenders, and we're going to talk about was that the defining moment of the game? Is that why we lost? Uh, we're going to get into it, but gang, let's let's at least for a few moments. Look on the bright side, because it wasn't all ugly today. Yeah. Suge, we'll start yeah, with you. There was a lot of great. There was a lot of great, right? I mean, You're the Bat Blue MVP of today's game. Yeah. My MVP is, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's AJ Klein. Um, oh, when, wow. When, when we, <laughs> so in our first drive, everybody was missing tackles. The only person that didn't miss a tackle was AJ Klein. Um, and later in the game, as things were going on, I'm just going to single him out for a player that has been much maligned by me and by everyone else. But you know, you didn't see him trailing plays the way he normally was. You saw him actually making some plays. There was a couple sacks. You know, he, he ran in on, um, on Kyler Murray. And one of the things that for, – for one of the sacks where he should have had a sack because he was unblocked, um, one of the things that uh, was talked about on WGR was the idea of running up to a cliff. And you don't run just completely blindly. You slow down when you get to the edge. Um, and he didn't do that. But still, like, they're, they're, I think that the guy was in position. He made tackles when places – when. Uh, plays were available. Um, he cut the gap at certain points and was actually able to make a tackle. So I, you know, for it's more of one of those things where you were so bad the beginning of the year that I appreciate seeing improvement. And so for that reason, I'm going to give my Labatt Blue to AJ Klein because 
you know, all we need when Josh Norman doesn't fucking show up and he decides that, well, no, he doesn't decide, but, but because of whatever, whatever situation he's in, he decimates our entire fucking cornerback crew. Um, then, then, then I'm going to give it to AJ Klein because at least he's there. At least he's there in participating. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I think that the again, it's a for all intents and purposes, this defense, with the exception of the hail mary, held Arizona to only 26 points and consistently got stops in the second half when the offense couldn't do diddly shit. More on that later. But this was a real gutsy performance from the defense. I agree. I think that across the board, and you know who's looked really sharp and I was really upset to see him go is AJ Panessa. And he's like, and when I say sharp, I mean, he's not like the player that I expected him to be. I expected him to be like a big lumbering kind of like edge setter, like, like, um, Shaq Lawson kind of player. Dude is fast, lean, and kind of like has a real nose for the ball. And and it's a shame he's been injured in and out of the lineup. I'm kind of really excited to see what that guy has in store. Um, Billy, I, I don't want to take yours uh, because I feel like mine's really obvious. Maybe you'll take it, maybe you won't. But you're you're Labatt Blue MVP of today's game. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people that are, that are going to argue the other way, but uh, I'm going to give mine to Josh Allen. Um, he mm. he found. Listen, I mean, there there is no game if we are down by a touchdown for the rest of the time he's with the Bills, right? If we're, if we're down by a touchdown. Uh, or any any amount of points with two minutes left with a chance to win, we're going to know that we can ride on his shoulders to put us in position to win the game. Uh, that's an awesome feeling. I mean, the dude really has yeah. ice in his veins. Uh, he's the Matty Ice that Matty Ice never could live up to be. Um, mm. And it's so it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you know you saw how pumped up they were. He had us in position, except for the you know the one last uh, fluky play. So whatever. I mean, I'm sure people are going to argue the other way. Did he make some dumb mistakes? Did old Josh come out? Yeah, but we're going to get that, and it doesn't bother me that much. Um, you know, I think he made enough plays to win the game, and uh, and and I just love how he goes on the field, and you know, can he can throw out the rest of the game and and just stay focused for that one final drive and get us to get us to victory land. Yeah, I'd rather not be living on a razor's edge as we've talked about consistently on this podcast. But um, I'm, and I may argue the opposite of that. We'll That's see. Fair. I'm giving yeah, mine the bat, but I'm giving mine just because we're, we're going to have plenty to talk about when it comes to the offense later. Um, I'm giving my the bat blue to the rookie Tyler Pass. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? I mean, we, we kind of like. Tongue in cheek complained last week that you know he did, he missed the one at the end of the half. That's why what he was brought here to do. Today he did exactly what he was brought here to do. Bang and what fifty eight, fifty six, and fifty four or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely in, three above fifty. But in a game that came down to a hail mary. Yeah. You know you can talk about reasons why we're in it, why we weren't. <laughs> kind of hard to overlook the nine points that weren't exactly gimmies that Tyler Bass just blasted through the uprights. And True. that, to me, is pretty reassuring. Now, granted, it's it's in a like weatherless environment, but more and more stadiums are being built that way. You know, if we're so fortunate someday to play in a Super Bowl, yeah, it's exactly, going to be exactly in a Lars. warm climate. Like, you know, so 
I, that's nice to see. And Billy, I do agree with you that you know we used to bring up the stat about Tyrod Taylor where he was what like one in seventeen, and what is even an exaggeration? Like we were like one in seventeen when we got down by four or more points right. at any point in the game which means if the opposing team scored a touchdown on the opening drive it was more or less a death sentence for nearly a third of the games that Tyrod Taylor started that's insane Josh Allen is the exact opposite of that we are never out of games now we were damn close to being out of this one in large part because of the offense but that wasn't all his fault um, so I, we, I let, 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 I feel like that's a good opportunity now to transition. I feel like there was like a bunch of things I kept thinking of during the game that we should talk about, but everything sort of evaporated into the ether with that crazy last play. And, and on I wanna, that note, I, I want to say one ahead. thing. So, you know, we kind of jumping off your situation, what you were talking about, Lars, do you realize this is the first time we have been trailing in three games? New England, we were never trailing. Uh, even Seattle, we were never trailing. And the majority of this game, we were never trailing. I would love to see the minutes that we've played that we have not been trailing. I tried is- to look that up because uh, I had the same thought as like, man, it's so nice just as a spectator being able to watch a game uh, and to be up. When we were up, whatever it was, 20. 23- well, we were trailing 3 nothing in this one. Oh, true. Sorry, not to shit on your point. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, for the, yeah, yes. but number of minutes, for the most part, the yes. number of minutes to yes. your point, Suj. Yeah, it's like because we were up twenty-three to nine. I remember thinking, "Gosh, how much have we been up?" Because um, it's not like we've been a lot uh, down by a touchdown, or we're playing, we're playing catch up. We, for the most part, have squandered leads or let teams sort of come back and then we pull away. Um, yeah, and I looked up the. I tried to look up total number of minutes, and I just couldn't track it down. I, at one point, I tracked us down to like we were top five in the league, but that the numbers were like thirty three minutes, and then I that's not right. And then I was like, wait, is that thirty three hours? So I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't find the stat, but maybe you guys could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's somewhere um, in the third quarter of the Jets game actually that we we went ahead, and then I think until this game, we never lost a lead. Right. Uh, That's, yeah, I'm looking at the. Yeah, geez, wow, we were down in the Jets game, weren't we? That's insane. Yeah, yeah. isn't that crazy? Wow. Right, we were down in the Jets game, but then we came back by the third quarter. We had the lead, and then we just kind of like put the foot on the gas. And then for New England, we were never losing. Uh, and for Seattle, we were never losing. And then for Arizona, besides this one, the the first three, three point play, like, like it's just so. The the beauty of all of this. Right. The reason that I was so pissed I had to take a walk, the reason I was so mad that I had to yell at my daughter, the reason that all of those things that I couldn't talk to, like the family that was here uh, to hang out and watch a game was because I'm not used to I'm not used to losing anymore. (laughs) Right. Right. Like the culture has changed. Sean McDermott has affected me now just as he's affected this team that we we are not accustomed to losing. Um Losing is no longer an option, right? Even against the best teams. And Arizona, so wait, wait, great. So we've lost to the Titans, we've lost to the Chiefs, and we've lost to Arizona. 
The yeah, only are, team that actually really teams. disappoint me disappoints me is is Arizona, frankly, and that's just because I think that we're a better team. I think that Sean McDermott against a relative rookie or early quarterback should be able to do better, right? Um, and but but I, but by the same token, like it's still a good team. It's still a team that you know just beat Seattle, just beat Miami, all those other or sorry, lost to Miami, but whatever. But it's a good team, so. Um, yeah, I do want to interject, though, that, Go ahead. that we – I want to say that the only win we've had against a playoff-bound team was last year against Tennessee. That we're, we, are other, we are otherwise winless against teams that eventually went to the playoffs last year and this year. Um, that might change with the Dolphins, the Raiders, and the Rams. We'll see. We'll see this year. Um, but the fact that we lost today is, is sort of another um, – peb- or, you know, another – Another brick in that wall. Um, so, one of the things, you know, not accustomed to losing, I think Bills fans also need to be not accustomed to, like, looking at the final scoreboard and how many points we're giving up. Because one of the things that's also true and different about this team is that since we're not playing razor's edge football anymore and we're not running the ball and trying to play possession games, is that, like, there's just more plays. There's more plays, there's more possessions. We score fast. The other team gets the ball more, and we're going to give up more points because I, 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 as I hear myself saying it was a great performance by the defense, I can then also hear somebody listening to this saying in response to that, what are you talking about? They gave up 32 points you know, they against Kyler Murray, and, and they, they couldn't stop the run and all this stuff. And, and it, but to me, it just a lot of that feels inconsequential, this, and especially given the way the defense was able to lock it down when it really, really mattered. The final play, notwithstanding that, and and on that final play, so I I want to like DeAndre Hopkins, I really do, but I think that right now he's I, I he might be one of the players in the NFL I hate the most, and that's almost entirely because of today, but it's also because he made some pretty big uh, catches in the wild card game last year as well. And I remember he went on, like, Twitter and, like, was talking shit to Trey White, like, posting a picture of himself, like, running away from Trey and Car- – like, just needlessly, just, like, just completely, like, blew – and I was kind of like, that's kind of a dick thing to do. I mean, like, you guys are both really good. I don't know why you have to be, like, rub it in like this. And I, I just get the sense that he like, has it out for Buffalo. Like, he still has that, like, fuck them, they're Buffalo. Like, who do they – attitude and that's why when they got the ball back with him on the other side i just felt like man if this is going to come down to a hail mary it's it's going to be bad news bears because i just i just i just have a feeling that deandre hopkins just wants to beat our team so bad and he's going to do something crazy and he's one of the best receivers in the game and, and he's he's not the kind of guy you want motivated on the other side of the ball and sure enough so he's now firmly in the column of most hated player in the nfl for me simply because of today and his behavior in past games but i mean what a crusher what i mean what a what a what a what a way to come down um I did sort of let it wash over me. We talked about this before going live. Um, and Sue just going to hate me for bringing this up. But on the Stefan Diggs touchdown, we all won money. Um, we won money because the Bills were going to push the spread that we bet on. And uh, Stefan Diggs got a touchdown. So we each won about 85 bucks because of that. We were all in on this week's bet. So I was happy about that. I was happy we went ahead. And, and Billy can relate to this. Like the half hour before that, I, my three-year-old son was just 
throwing a tennis ball off my nuts and like grabbing me by the the neck and we had to sing hey jude at every commercial break and like i was just kind of like okay great they scored i I made money fantastic that was awesome josh is great Diggs is great this is so cool we're gonna sing the shout song i kind of like went into the kitchen started doing some dishes and then like looked up i was like oh wow (laughs) wow we lost Eh, oh well oh well and i i still do kind of feel that way it would it would have been great to have that high kind of carry on but the other reality here is it's an intra-conference game it's it's not going to be a consequential loss at the end of the day, other than the fact that it just is a mark in the loss column. And to Billy's point, like it's just another, it's just another indicator that we have the quarterback, we have the horses. Shit, how do we make it through the bat blue and not mention Cole Beasley's name? I mean, we've got clutch players all over this field. Cole Beasley was making plays of his life today yeah. to keep this team in the game. I mean, it's just promising to know that like. Okay, uh, game ultimately didn't, I mean, a loss sucks, and every loss counts, and I don't think we were ever going to be positioning for the number one seed in the AFC to begin with. Now we have to beat Miami to, to win the division in the final week of the season. That's going to be a little stressful, but honestly, like, Bill, you mentioned it too in our group chat before, like, you got to get this game out of your system because you're going to need a loss like this going into the yeah, I would much ra- I would much rather have it now in in a quote unquote meaningless game uh, and it, it does it does build character uh, I mean we've all we've all played sports all I don't know if so just played sports but uh... motherfucker, I played sports <laughs> just I'm fucking Indian doesn't mean I don't do anything marathons on, don't count man what <laughs> Bitch, I was captain of my goddamn alpine ski team. But okay, you better, but but you better believe. Oh wow, you better believe that's that. Right. Wow. With, that with, was with right. Cassie that's a brown person skiing. That's a brown yeah. person skiing. That's never been heard before. <laughs> but I was captain of the goddamn team. So fuck you. You were the first. Yeah, you were the first yeah, one. They got a statue of you outside of the. Uh, you there's know, literally uh, no other brown people that ski. <laughs> way to break that barrier. Kissing. Yeah, and and way to also just gra- grab the bougie mantle in Cassie's absence. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was upstate New York, man. It's yeah. Rochester. It's like it's not it's not fancy. So it's all it's all good. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Lars, you're. Uh, I think a let's see a little bit. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit more emotionally affected than you. Uh, and so maybe you got hit in the nuts a couple too many times by your son. But, um, yeah. but yeah, but I, but I hear you. I'm with you. And, you know, I mean, I so do you want anything on that or can we talk about how bad the offense was in the third quarter? <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, okay, look, I, I mean, we'll talk about it in the wild card, but I, I did everything to make this team lose today. And you guys know that I take it hard on my own behavior and how it affects the bills. But like, Ruckus' whole family was over, which means that the, we're going to lose. Whenever I watch the game with those guys, we're going to lose. Uh, I think it's because they're Bears fans and they just bring their juju. Um, and uh, Lucia wasn't watching the game; she wasn't like paying attention. She's been paying attention, watching her wearing her Allen jersey, like watching the game with me every time that I'm not watching at Il- at Lincoln Station. So she's been sitting there watching. But she had all of her friends over. She had her you know cousin over or whatever. And uh, so that was that 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 was a thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I did everything, everything possible to make this team lose. And family was a major distraction. And I, you know, frankly, I'm just I'm over family when it comes to the bills. (laughs) Like it just they don't like I'll watch if they want to participate. 
then then I'm all I'm all into it. But if they don't want to participate, get the fuck out of my face. Like I'm done. Like this is my time. This is my place. You know. And I don't have a three year old. I don't have a one year one year old like you guys have. I have an eight year old. Right. And and I have a grown ass wife. So if they don't want to participate, then they don't have to. But they also need to recognize that this is this is Bill's time and nothing else. So um, one of the thing I, I just want to acknowledge here is that and Cass has mentioned this on the show too how like wow like having to actually listen to the announcers is super annoying like the love for Kyler Murray and I'll say this on Jeff's behalf to you that like that this is going to be like the Kyler Murray love fest for the rest of the week because he chucked some like ridiculous Hail Mary and the all world receiver came down with it like Kyle Murray like he's good like he's slippery as hell um, but I wasn't, I wasn't overly impressed. I mean, the guy can play and he's, he's really, really good, but I saw something on Twitter weeks ago and like, I can't get it out of my head. Um, Kyler fucking Murray, like the dude takes like 40 steps to run three feet. If you notice, he looks like Stewie Griffin running out there, like with his feet, like, and, but it, because of that, like, he's like a helicopter out there. I mean, like he just changes direction and like, will go. Like he's like a water bug. Um, I'm just I'm just not on the Kyler Murray hype train right now, and it's a shame that that his uh, performance is going to overshadow what was a real ballsy come from behind drive from Josh Allen today. Who again transitioning now into Jenny Cremail bummers. I don't I don't know I don't know if he gets a total pass, Billy. So we'll start with you since you're not going to talk about Josh. <laughs> you're you're Jenny Cremail bummer. Uh, of I know those, game. those two interceptions are staring me in the face here uh, as. Uh, I'm going to pull up a stat for, for later on. Uh, I will, though, give the, the Jenny, Jenny Cream L to the running game. Uh, so I don't, I don't know who to yeah. single out on that, and I'm sorry to select six or seven players that are involved in that. But, man, oh, man, I mean, we, didn't, we could not do anything. I mean, how many negative plays did we have? Uh, like, you know, hey, I'm all for – um, being a pass-heavy team, I'm all for not having to rely on the run at all. But when you, there were, <laughs> I feel like every time we ran the ball, it was a negative play. So I don't know the stats behind it, but that's just what it seemed like. And um, no one could. I don't know if there were not any holes. I don't know. Like, what did you guys see out there? No, Bill, I'm so with you. I just kept. I it was after last week. It was really hard to not scream at the. Scream at the screen, stop fucking running the ball. Stop running yeah. the ball. Right? Because, like, you know that, like, oh, Josh can just throw it 30 fucking eight times or whatever. Right? And, and, but it was just, it was it's so ineffective. And I think that is actually why the passing game fell apart because we showed our inability to run the ball. And so they were able to just bring people back, bring people back. They found a way to stop our run game while dropping people in coverage. And then I think that that made Josh, you know, that's why we saw a little bit of hero ball, right? Because he realized he couldn't. um, And again, going back to the, the idea that like, you know, my superstition, I brought up the idea joking around. Oh, I miss hero ball. Like I missed like how entertaining it was. Yeah. Well, we had to go back to hero ball and we got a couple picks because of it. Um, but I think that's what they did. They stopped the, they completely stopped the run and proved that we can't run, so we're just going to drop people in coverage. Um, but a hundred percent agreed, um, Bill. I, I actually don't think that it, it was the line. 
I actually think it was the play calls because for all mm. of those run plays, there was people in the backfield from the beginning. Like those run plays were not going anywhere. They were they were tackled for a loss. And to yeah. me, tackle for a loss means you didn't you didn't set the play up properly. And I do think that you know, going back to Josh, I think that he has to recognize there's a several of those plays where there was like eight people within not just at the line of scrimmage, but within the tackle box, you know, and, and, and that makes me wonder, like, maybe, maybe don't throw, maybe don't run at this point. Right. Cause what's your possibilities here? So I think in a, you didn't formally take one here, but, and Billy already alluded to it, but my Jenny cream is going to Brian Dable. I think that there are a couple things. One, yes, the run plays that he calls are like completely boomer bust. I feel like runs either go for negative four yards, two yards, or fifteen yards. I mean, that's it. Like we, like we don't just like pound it, pound it, pound it. You know, not three yards in a cloud of dust or any of that shit. And it's and more often than not, it's negative plays. And it was negative plays and it was penalties throughout the entire third. And all of the fourth quarter, with the exception of the come-from-behind drive. I mean, it was brutal. And to watch, and I already mentioned in regards to the defense, they kept getting the ball back and then just not doing anything. And, like, the penalties, the negative plays, the interceptions. I mean, it was just it was just awful. But I'm giving it to Dable because, I mean, it looked like they didn't have an answer. I mean, it looked like Josh was struggling when he dropped back. It looked like he was struggling to find guys open. Uh, rushes were breaking free. And then we couldn't run the ball. And then, you know, we had success running that little bubble screen, the smoke screen to John Brown, who who very clearly is still not healthy. Um, he he should have scored on that play, just like he should have scored last week when they ran the play. But then they tried to run it again, and they got blown up. But it's like, all right, dude, like, you got to put that one on the shelf for a couple weeks now because teams are going to get hip to it by this point because I think we ran it against the Jets too. Um, I think we ran against the Jets in week one for a touchdown. But um, – you know, it just seems like, and people keep saying this shit about Brian Dable being a head coach. I and I'm and I'm here to say them. I'm not buying it. He's going to be back next year. He's going to be an offensive coordinator. Here, you heard it here first, and I'm glad about that. Um, but like, he gets too cute, and you know, the throwback touchdown to Josh Allen was nice. Did we need that to score from the 12 yard line? I don't think so. Like, but you know, like. Maybe yeah. maybe we just need to like come out and like just call better plays and we you know we're the last people to call out the play calls like that's that is not in our DNA. In fact, we've gone very far to say the opposite. But when you watch a team just can't do anything, and then the penalties, the penalties, Jesus, the penalties in the second half just were enough to drive you nuts. But aside from that, this is now so what we're ten games into this season. When did we start harping on the third quarter bills last year? I mean, we're going on damn near 30 games where this team, for whatever reason, the opposing team goes into the locker room at halftime. They come out with a game plan, and it's better than ours. And has that happened more often than it has not? You bet it has. I can't, I can't, I can't, when, can you name a game where we came out in the third quarter? It was like, wow, the, the Bills, the Bills really found something at halftime and have really put the pedal to the metal. So I, I get that Brian Dable is a great play caller most of the time. And for the most part, he has a great game plan, but these third quarters, 
nearly cost us a bunch of games this year, and it definitely cost us today's game. It yeah, I think definitely that, cost us today's yeah. game. I think that I, I don't think that we've played four quarters other than the Seattle game. The, I, I, I would I, even say that the Seattle game was kind of shaky in most of the third quarter. I'll, I'll pull up the box score, but go ahead. Right. I, I guess the idea is that at least at least there was points scored, and there was like you know, yeah, maybe you like you back off. I, the thing that scored I will three say three points in the third quarter last week, three scored 40, 41 points in the other. How many three did they score scored, though? 10. Okay. Shit. Well, that's <laughs> the end of my argument. So I'm just going to move on bill on to you. Uh, contain yourself. Right. Yeah. We're, oh, we're going to wait on contain. I'm ready to talk about Jen, my Jenny cream ale contain. Go. It's your turn. Well, so here's the thing is that it's <laughs> that's the only thing we had to do against Kyler Murray, right? It's contained. And I think the majority of the time we did really well. And I loved when we were blitzing from the center of the line, whether it was AJ Klein, whether it was Poyer or whatever, or it was a blitzer that came around the edge, but there was still someone maintaining Cantane. And mm. that allowed us to put pressure on Kyler Murray and make him take his eyes down from looking at his receivers and have to deal with a pass rush in front of him. Um, it's not about tackling him. It's not about getting him, you know, like sacked three yards deep. So fine, he runs, but then there's a whole group of secondary people that come back and, 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 and swarm around him. And so he gets, what, two yards, three yards, or maybe he gets tackled for a loss. The point is he can't make throws downfield. Our goal was to make Kyler Murray beat us as a quarterback, right? And when we let him get outside with no one to throw at him, guess what? That's what happened with the Hail Mary, Right, we had someone in the backfield, and Addison came in too hot, came in and didn't maintain contain, right? And the guy ran outside, and he was able to throw a ball real deep, right? And all of the plays that he made outside of the pocket were only an example of people not maintaining contain. Like those defensive ends needed to come around and then just wait and allow the pass rush to happen from the front of the line, not from the side. Because Kyler Murray very rarely has been successful running forward because you have linebackers, you have all those other things. But as soon as people get past him, as soon as Jerry Hughes gets past him, as soon as Mario Addison gets past him, then he has an open op open run outside. And then suddenly he has a brand-new quote-unquote pocket on one one side of the field or the other side of the field where he can just dice you apart or he can run, Right. But if you keep him in there, like we saw, guys, like there was some passes that we would be embarrassed if Josh Allen threw those passes that were sky high above players' heads, right? As soon as he was like kind of flustered and, and, and had to just make a play, like he doesn't have a good arm. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about all these mobile quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton and all these other people and even Russell Wilson as a runner, right, as a runner, I'm done with that because that shit does not last in the NFL. It has not year after year after year. Nobody has been able to maintain the fact that, oh, I'm a mobile quarterback, right? Even Cam Newton was not able to maintain that. Even Russell Wilson was not able to maintain that, right? 
and you come back and the, here's this Kyler Murray guy. It's the same fucking thing, right? Where this kid is not a good quarterback. No, it's I, the it's I, his I, ability outside of being a quarterback that makes him intriguing. But when when he was forced to just sit there and pass the ball, it wasn't yeah, great. I, I agree. I dude, I agree. And I would say that the, so the difference in the, one I think listeners are going to hear one name that you said and go, huh? Which is Russell Wilson. The difference is Russell Wilson can pass the hell out of the ball. Dude, yeah, can, but Russell dude, Wilson dude. doesn't run. I mean, look at yeah. our game, right? He didn't run that much. He just fucking no. tore us up passing. And, and, He's and a you know great quarterback. Doesn't run that much these days? Josh Allen doesn't run that much these days. Right. And, and so if you had to guess, if you had to guess, how many passing yards do you think Kyler Murray had before that last drive? 150. Yeah. 150? I'll give him 200. 170. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't that good. He's not he wasn't that good as of a passer. I'm I'm with you, Suge. And you know, they say that like it comes down to like size, blah blah blah. It doesn't. It, you know, it like it got, I mean Baker Mayfield, you know, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, they say like, well, these guys will never last in the NFL. No, they don't last in the NFL is cuz Suge, what you just said. Once defenses can figure out what they can take away from you from the passing side and just load up to stop you from running your toast. That's it. That's it. You, you can't do it. And, and, and furthermore, it really is only going to take a couple big shots for a guy like Ty- Kyler Murray's career to get cut short. Yeah. And, and, and NFL MVP Lamar Jackson looks like shit now. Yeah. A year, a year, a year separated, a year separated from being the MVP of the league. The people that are like, oh, my God, what a fucking gift the Baltimore got You heard it here him. first. You heard it here first, dude. You and I argued about it last year at Lincoln Station. I said, Lamar Jackson, yeah. I'm not on the hype train. Not well, on it's, the hype it's, train. it's the Greg Rubin story, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's um, you know. Tyra uh, Taylor. Oh, Kaepernick. Or, or Kaepernick. Alex right. Smith. Exactly. It's all these people that, like, have had. And I actually think that Alex Smith is the only legit one, right? Because yeah. I think he actually had the ability well, to play it, quarterback. He also went to go play with Andy Reid. I mean, there's also yeah. a yeah. Um, there's a common denominator between him and Mahomes. Well, that's just what but, pisses yeah, I, me I, off is that we lost to them, right? Like it's it's, it's that like and yeah, I, I do I do think we're a better team. And you know what? If if we had a Super Bowl draw and it was the Arizona Cardinals, I could we'll not be them. happier. We'll kill them. We're better than they are. I agree. It's again, it's a road game. This is this is the latest in the year you'll ever have a bye week. We lost two players to COVID this week. And again, it, no excuses. Everybody's dealing with the same shit. But, you know, this is t- our, when do you have to play 10 consecutive games? I mean, that's a long time to play. Go out west. It, it, and if you had asked any of us, we would have said, you're, you're going to need at least, at least 30 points to win this game. And 30 points didn't cut it in the end. It probably should have, but it didn't. But we also... I mean, we, we haven't even gone through it here. You said third quarter, Bill. So we started the third quarter with a punt, and then they fumbled, and then we scored a touchdown, to our credit, immediately after that. And then, and then, it was three plays and a punt, three plays and an interception, six plays and a punt, four plays and a punt, interception on the first play, and then we scored the go-ahead touchdown. Yep. I mean, that's bad. Yeah. That's yeah, bad. That's that's that. a That's a Tyrod Taylor kind of run, and... We used to be up and down screaming our heads off on this podcast about looking at drives like that with Tyrod Taylor. And one or two of those a half is bad. Five in a row 
is a fucking death sentence. I mean, it is. Like, you can't do that. The fact that we were... The fact that we were even up and it came down to Hail Mary is a is a minor miracle. And again, it's what I said earlier. It's a testament to the defense. Like, yeah. I know it was 17 unanswered points, but the offense put the unanswered in, in unanswered points. Yeah. Anyways, that's that. Well, I mean, I, I think have, that... I, I, the, the Hail Marys suck, but those those five possessions is why we lost this game. Period. End of story. You can't... You cannot convince me otherwise. So, I will, I will say one thing. You know, I'm looking at our schedule moving forward after the bye. We have the Chargers, who just lost to the Dolphins. The Chargers are 2-7. and seven. Right. Yeah. We have Pittsburgh. I'm I'm willing to accept a loss against Pittsburgh, right? I'm not. Pittsburgh ain't all it's cracked out to be. No, I I, I agree with you, but but let, let's just you know for devil's advocate, let's just yeah. Take we them. could we could still lose that game though. Agree. Right. Um. And then after that, we have Denver, New England, and Miami. So, beat the Chargers. Oh, sorry, Chargers. Then San Francisco. Both yeah. teams not good. No. Then we have Pittsburgh, then we have Denver, we have New England, and we have Miami. We like, should win three of the next four. We yes. should win four of those games, right? We should beat the Chargers, San Francisco, Denver, and New England, right? Four of the next five. Right, four of the next six, right? And so it's just, like, I mean... Wait, what? No, four of the next five, and then the last game's up for grabs. That's the Miami game. Because if we win four of the next five, then we're 11-3. and three. No, 11-4. and four. Right, right. I guess and what we, I'm saying is, of, of the six games we have left, we should win four of them: the Chargers, San Francisco, Denver, yes. New England, right? Yes. And so, at least four of them. I mean, I don't see a situation in which I'm not going to get my money from Jeff for the bet against the AFC East. You know, like granted, Miami can fucking lose their minds and win every game from here to forever, and they don't have a hard schedule. Fair enough, but. We've gotten through the really shitty part of our schedule. I think that's what we have to remember. Other than mm. Pittsburgh, who really, really, really scares you on the rest of the schedule between Chargers, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England, and Miami? The yeah, only nobody. team that really scares me is, 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 is Pittsburgh. And mm-hmm. we got through Kansas City, New England, Seattle, Arizona, and, you know, we're... Two and two. Tennessee. It's not so bad. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But you took it back for that. I was kind of ignoring that. Got it. But then you take the Raiders, and we won. We won against the Raiders, you know, and we won against the Rams. If you want to pull it back further, yeah, the, see, to this is why I'm teams. saying like the Hail Mary didn't bother me that much. Like it felt like we were on house money because well, one we had just won eighty five dollars, and I and I won another fifteen dollars off another bet about Josh Allen today. So like I was fine. I was fine with it, but also for exactly what you're saying, like it's. It's in the grand scheme of things, this this loss is not going to matter. Yeah, much. I mean, it's I guess really the, the only thing though, Lars, is that my whole thing is that I am of the opinion that I want to beat the teams that were better than. And I, like, it, of course, everybody has their their hiccup moments, but this wasn't a hiccup moment, right? This is like you play a good team and you should beat that good team. You know, like it, this is where you prove yourself. Um, but also, it's the idea that I don't want it to be stressful at the end of the season you mm. know like you like you this is a game you had this is a game you had you had four points with 30 fucking seconds left like that is unacceptable to not 
win when you have four-point lead with 30 seconds left. You know, and that does go to the defense. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that they are the reason we were in the game. They are absolutely the reason we were in the game. But, but, but still, when the offense finally does what you ask them to do and goes up by a full touchdown score with 30 seconds left, like, come on. Come on. You've got to yeah, do but, better. Uh, I, I would say that I know the I know that the job. offense put us into that position. I know that the offense put us into the position where we were only down by, you know, whatever, four points. Like the offense could have done better, should have done better, and was miserable for one and a half quarters, right? But but still, once they finally do their thing, like that's your job. <sighs> I yeah, I guess. I, I... <sighs> I mean, when it's when it's coming down to a hail mary from forty three yards out, like what, like yeah, and we but got that's what, and we that's got what so I was lucky talking about that. with the. Well, that's what I was talking about, like from a medical standpoint, right? Like as a doctor, there's certain things that you just can't miss, right? Like you can't miss a heart attack, you can't miss a pulmonary embolism, right? Like there's certain things that are just like you have to, if you even have a remote subs- suspicion of it, you have to diagnose it, right? Because that's the thing that, like, it's just unacceptable because it's completely fixable. It's completely curable that you have. To, and so a Hail Mary, that's – I in, in all honesty, to me, if I was a person that was running a defense, I feel like that's the most shameful thing to lose by because that's just – I don't know enough about how these guys practice, quite honestly. And, and if you go on Twitter, like, they're, they're breaking it down like – Frame by oh, frame, God. and like Poyer knocking Trey White's arms out of the way, like there's there's three guys right there. I mean, there's I don't you can't really ask. It it's not just three guys, second. Lars. It's our three best pass yeah, defenders. They're best. all waiting for yep. the other guy to swat it. Like just fucking. It's like in te- in tennis, you know. Uh, it's when uh, when the balls hit down the middle of the court and you're playing doubles. Both play, you're supposed to smash rackets, right? Like that's what our coach would always tell us. Like I don't care, like if you guys smash rackets, run into each other, whatever. You both better be going for that ball, and that's the situation here. It's just like it's smack the hell out of everybody. Just smack everything in the air, and, hit, and plus, by the way, hit the ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like this is this isn't yeah, time I mean, to look it's pretty. Like, a, like a in baseball, like a infield blooper, like you see three guys just stand there and watch it fall to their feet. Right. So let me find out. I, I don't. I don't even know if that's what happened here, though. I just, I just think DeAndre Hopkins yeah. made an insane play. Well, so Listen. let me yeah. let me find a silver lining, right? Like I, honestly, I think the actual answer for the reason why is because DeAndre Hopkins jumped higher than everybody else. Like I, I yeah, genuinely feel that's the thing. The be- he might like, be the best receiver. Yeah, in the no, NFL. no. I, but what I'm saying is that like they didn't time it right. They didn't do it. Like and DeAndre Hopkins is just that much better at it, right? So because because the fact is that his hands hit the ball first, despite that everybody was there mm-hmm. around him and they didn't mm-hmm. jump as high as him, right? And so that's I mean whatever that is 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 what it is. But I mean, like the silver lining of all of this is that. We're not playing DeAndre Hopkins every week, you know. Here's a question for you. You know, you know what, you know what, uh, Bill Belichick would have done on that play. He would have had Gronkowski back there. Should we have had Stephon Diggs back there? No, because Stephon Diggs hmm. can't get up and get a tall ball. What? Or Gabe I Davis? I don't know that. I mean, like. I... Okay. 
I don't know. Yeah, do you, like you have your hands team, and then like you have like your jump ball team. Who like yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Like I to mean, your point, that gets to the thing that we were talking about earlier, where you guys got mad at me, and I was like, Stephon Diggs is an amazing wide receiver, but he's not a DeAndre Hopkins. But that's also saying like your quarterback is not Tom Brady. Yeah, or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah no, I get it, and uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be reasonable, right? But and I, I actually wouldn't go as far as to say that DeAndre Hopkins is significantly better than Stephon Diggs either. Stephon Diggs had an awesome. Game. I mean, I just, I just think that DeAndre Hopkins has the size factor that that Stephon Diggs doesn't have. I, and it'd be interesting to see, and I haven't like brought myself to watch many like all twenty twos this year. Defenses must really be blanketing over the top because Stephon Diggs catches almost everything coming back to the ball. And we have had no deep game since, like, the first two weeks. They're, they must have people back there on every play. Or else Josh still sucks at the deep ball, and, and we're just not acknowledging it. No, I mean, but but the point is that I think it's, there's a component, like, a, we talk about, hey, do any of you guys think that we're going to win the Super Bowl this year? No. Right? Yes. You did? I didn't. I didn't think that. I didn't oh, think that. because it's the weird COVID year. I've been saying for a long time we're going to win the weird Super Bowl. No, no I, care. yeah, but I, I, I didn't think we were going to win the Super Bowl this year, and I thought that this was a year for us to develop, like, and be just that much incrementally better. And if we won the Super Bowl, of course, I'm not going to, you know, not going to cry about it. But by the same token, <laughs> I would much rather Josh learn. Hey, how do I use Stephon Diggs? I wish we hadn't won the Super Bowl. It was meant to be a development year. <laughs> yeah, right. It'd be sad, right? But the All point right, is that the, the point is is that. I, you know, I would much rather Josh learn to throw the underneath ball because I do think the whole thing of like he can't throw a deep pass is kind of behind him, right? That was last year. He hasn't hit one in a while, man. I don't know. He, 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 and he airmailed at least two today. Yeah. I, I honestly think both of the throws that were deep balls were throwaway passes. They were not. Maybe one of them was. So uh, on to your on, on your point about the Super Bowl, though, and, and the, let's get into the wild card because again we're just kind of talking circles here, and this, this, this we get to go into the bye week and take a week off here from the pod and not have to worry about this shit, and ultimately it's inconsequential. But to your point about the Super Bowl, I would say that I'm not confident this team will win the Super Bowl, and this is what sucks is because because the Chiefs are in our conference. I don't. I looking at the NFC. I don't think there's any team there that I would say like, well, if we had to play them, I, it's it's. I don't know if we could get out of the AFC, and that sucks. It, specifically about the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes and, and those guys aren't, aren't going anywhere for a long, long time. Yeah, but that's awesome. That's great, right? Like I love the fact that, like you know, there's no one in the NFC that that like could we that could beat us. They might they might show up over time, but there's no one in the NFC that. And so if, if, if all we have to do is have one one or two, like, rivals that we actually have a shot against, it's not like, you know, okay, Grant, we have the fucking Patriots who we don't have a good shot against, right? We'll never get past the Patriots, right? It's a bunch of teams in the AFC that are like, eh, yeah, they're going to be hard fights. Pittsburgh, you know, Pittsburgh, what's going to happen with Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's going to go bye-bye, right? Yeah, they are. They and are. and unless they unless they luck out, well, yeah, fine. With, I mean, with with a new quarterback. I mean, no, um, I know, but 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 what is the chances of them getting a quarterback that's going to be that good? Right. I mean, we've all been there. Oh, I, you say that though, man. But like, look up and down the AFC. But Buffalo and Miami both have a good young quarterbacks. The Jets 
They, they no, but we don't. You don't know that Miami has a good quarterback. Miami might pretty, have a fucking Lamar Jackson. Might have um, a Kyler Murray. Right? He's the guy's played like three games. Kyler Murray. He he was rookie of the year last year. No, no, no. no. Sorry, sorry. Miami. Tua. Tua. You're saying unsustainable. Right. His his success is unsustainable. Well, I think that Kyler's unsustainable. I think that Tua has done nothing to prove that yeah, he's sustainable, right? Yeah, and so all these little tiny, fast quarterbacks, I think that, the, I mean, I think even today the Bills proved, I think that the Bills gave a game plan of how you can stop Kyler Murray. Well, you know, I think he the had, Bills what, the what, what, what did you say? You said a hundred Jackson last you said 170 yards, yeah, right? And, uh, and but 60 yards rushing with two rushing touchdowns. Well, right, but also remember what did the Titans say of how they beat Lamar Jackson last year in the playoffs? They said, "Well, we just used the Bills, the Bills game yeah, plan." Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. I think the Bills put the playbook out on Lamar Jackson last year, who, by the way, is, isn't doing diddly shit tonight against uh, Bill Belichick. They're down 20 to 10 in the third quarter. This shit does not last. The shit that lasts is a a pocket quarterback with mobility. Like I will say that, like it's not enough in this league to just have no mobility. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, is a pocket is a pocket quarterback with mobility. I yes, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Right, and even even stupid Tom Brady, he moves well in the pocket. Tom Brady. No, 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 but what I'm saying is, like, as an explanation for his long-term longevity is the fact that he he wasn't a running quarterback, but he could move in the pocket well. Yeah, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, these guys have been around forever because they can throw, because they can throw from the pocket, and that's, you know... We have one. I think I think we have one of Josh Allen. But that's enough. Enough about this game. Let's talk about some fun stuff or whatever. We don't we don't have to come up with a bet because we're not betting on anything for next week. So Suge, clink us out of this. We'll get into some wild card here. I will stab everybody. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. It's, it's the, the wild, wild card. card. This is Bills and Beers. We talk about the Bills. We do so drinking beer, and I actually I don't. So I'm actually not supposed to drink at all for the next two weeks uh, because of I'm getting the LASIK tomorrow. And uh, what you know the what the like the 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 side effect that you can expect is um, dryness. And so, like, they don't, don't don't even fuck with dehydration. Like, keep yourself so they just don't drink. That's that's what's in their recommendation. And I, I think question. I had misread that to say the doctor question. Yeah, go ahead. Hand raised. Um, what if you just drink a lot of water? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, think I'm I'm definitely not gonna not drink on Thanksgiving. That's that's not happening. Um, extra hand raise. Um, don't listen to an ophthalmologist when it comes to general care. Okay. Have I told you about this yeah. ophthalmologist? Like, yeah. No, no, you haven't. But what you've just told so me this... tells me all you need to know. Just, just, I mean, granted, you don't need to get fucking hammered the night before your LASIK surgery. But the whole thing of, like, don't drink for two weeks before your fucking eyes. No, no, no. Two weeks like... after. Two weeks after. Two weeks what? After. What? Two weeks after. Because that's when your eyes are going to be super dry. 
I will fight your ophthalmologist. I'm just so right just now. <laughs> there are so many, and and I, you know, we, we last year we talked a great length about my esophagus. Now we're going to talk a great length about my cornea. Um, so there are so many red flags with this ophthalmologist, but I'm just going for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got not? I got nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose with my eyesight. It's only your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> No, well, I will say off, blind Lars would be the greatest thing ever because it would just what, be tell like, tell me what's going on. Tell like, me what's going you on. Sons of bitches. Which one of you Describe are taking it. a bad Describe face? Describe it. Right. Um, so one. Oh my God, Lars, your only understanding of the game would be John Murphy. I, it actually would be the worst thing. I like Murph, but so the, you'd also have to listen one. to Murph afterwards. Number one. So the – no, that I would not do. Um, my, my whole rationale for this was everybody who has, who has ever tried to sell me glasses has told me I'm not a candidate for LASIK. And so I always thought like, well, yeah, these guys have a horse in the race. So they're not going to give me the lowdown. So I'll go see somebody else. And, of course, I pass with flying colors. Like, yeah, there's not going to be any issue. And they said, like, the, the, the people run into issues is because your cornea thickness and, like, you're, like, the exact range that you need to be in. Like, they look for, like, 0.55, whatever. That's exactly what you are. I was like, all right, well, that sounds good. Um, nobody's doing it right now except for this one doctor um, because of COVID. This except, all sounds bad, except, by the way. Except, except this guy is, like, the LASIK surgery to the, the, the LASIK surgeon to the Philadelphia Stars. So, in addition to my LASIK surgery, he will have done Shady McCoy's LASIK surgery, Shane Victorino, Shane Victorino's wife, uh, a lot of the the local uh, newscasters. So, like, this guy's – and he has, like, a nice office. Like, the, the nurses don't seem completely high-strung or, like, checked out. Like, I was, I was very much, like, trying to, like, see, like, is this place sketchy? Like, it didn't look sketchy. But it's just – wall-to-wall pictures of him and local celebrities and like by far the biggest one is like him and shady and like if you go on the website it's just a picture of him and shady and he's like so i'm going to the guy who did shady's lasik so that's that's the only reason i feel like somewhat good about this and i guess like the success rate on the surgery in general is is considerably high and i'm done with fucking glasses so that's happening tomorrow but uh i did have a southern tier uh double for the podcast ah, uh, nice, to bring it full nice, circle here nice, nice. Uh, because you know, fuck it. We lost on a hail Mary and I was recording a podcast about beer. So I'm going to have at least one. So what are we having tonight? Well, the bills lost and um, I've been watching bills games for a long time. I don't remember the last time I watched a bills game without having a Labatt blue. And I had a really good friend that was going to bring me some Labatt blue this week. Um, and it didn't happen, and uh, I was drinking a bunch of beers. I actively was avoiding beers that had orange or red or, you know, or black on the can. So I was drinking some Stone Delicious, which is mm. glorious. Here Did you, you get the Enjoy Buy? I saw it, but I didn't get it. Oh, what's the Enjoy Buy? What's, what's the new one? So the Enjoy Buy is always Halloween, Christmas, and Fourth of July. Oh, I didn't get the – there was a Halloween one that's what you're asking about. There was one. Yeah, it was bright orange. Yeah, yes, no, I didn't, I I didn't have the, the – I, I didn't have the – I didn't have the stone that um, – I had a different stone, which is uh, Fear Movies Lions or something like that. Um, it, and it was – it's great. It's it's large. If you haven't had it, it's the um, – I think it's it's 
Fear Movie Lions. I don't know. I don't actually hmm. don't remember because it's an eight and a half percent beer and I had a twenty ouncer, so I just don't remember. Um, but anyways, that's great, and that's what I had at the beginning of the game when we were winning. And then when I texted you guys that hey, we just got a pick. Like I just moved back to the old beer. Um, anyways, so those are the things I had. But ultimately, we would have won this game. If I had a little bat blue and well, Bill wait, Nichols, what was Billy drinking? No, but Bill Nichols was supposed to bring me some little bat blue on his way back, and he sure didn't. And so I blame this all on Bill Nichols. Did I kick off the bad juju then? Yep, 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 yep. And we're gonna talk about it a lot more. Uh oh. I drank a blue light. Fuck you! <laughs> Did you bring back blue? No, I didn't bring any back. I didn't bring any back. Okay. I think it tastes the same. I'm still going to fight you. There, so. All right. So here's the point for the, 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 the wild card, right? Is that when your team fights a, a deep, 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 deep fight and you get to the end of the fourth quarter with 30 seconds left and you're up by a touchdown, at that point, the teams are even. And – it is at that point where I believe, I know Lars does not believe, but where no. I believe that all of the things that you do as a superstitious Bills fan makes all the difference. And I failed miserably today. I recorded the game because it was it was not on DirecTV. I was using Lars's um, uh, Sunday ticket login. It was not on direct TV, so it was on regular TV, and I recorded the game. Every time I've recorded the game, it's been in a loss. Um, and then I invited Rekka's family over for noon to 3, and, of course, they showed up at 2, and so then they stayed for the game. They Oof. sat here and watched with me. Yikes. And, you know, they just the, – these guys are asking me about the COVID vaccine from Pfizer while the game is going on. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man. I'll fucking really punch you in the face. Before we, before right? And then – and then Lucia, my dear love, like my everything, right, is m- normally normally there's nothing going on with the Bills game. And she's watching the Bills game. She's like, Daddy, what's happening? What's Daddy? What's happening? You know, but she came up and was like asking some bullshit about because she's here with her cousin that's here. And they're playing some games and, and, and whatever. And we got into a fight. And I was like, Lucia, don't talk to me right now. You know, like, because you're eight years old. You're not a one-year-old. You're not a three-year-old. God damn it, you should be a Bills fan right now. <laughs> right? You're a fucking girl. You're a fucking boy. You're fucking whatever. You're eight years old. You know fucking better. Right now, right now, there's nothing more important than the fucking Bills right now. And so I will get her there. I will shame her there. I will do whatever it takes to get her there. To the you're going to be the Josh Allen of, of, of indoctrinating your kid, man. You're playing from behind in the fourth quarter. You're running out of years. <laughs> no, 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 no. She knows. I mean, she, she got into a – actually, like, it's actually, like, one of the things that made me proud was this week. She got into a fight with a couple of her friends in, in, in when she went there for hybrid learning uh, when they were talking shit about Josh Allen. What? Right? And she's like, what do you what? mean? She's like, Josh Allen's awesome. What are you talking about? And they're like, oh, Josh Allen. And, and she was like, the Bears are better. The Bears are better. And she's like, well, did, did, 
did the Bears throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns? Nice. She literally wow. said that. And I was just like, you were the fucking best That's kid in awesome. the world. So, you know, there's, there's ups and downs. She was, with she was ready to barge into that room and scream at a bunch of eight-year-olds. And I would have fucking, fucking bitch slapped a fucking eight. Who are you? Is it? Oh, yes. You no, know, right, Lucia. Lucia did it. Lucia did. She's like, did 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 anyone else throw for four hundred yards and four touchdowns? And she's like, I mean, it's just like I was like, drop the mic, girl. Just you did it. And so that's, but so that's why, like, you know, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff I did. I, I, I've worn this shirt that we're you guys are looking at right now for every Bills win. But I was you didn't wearing wear that. You didn't wear that new hoodie. I was wearing this pullover that I bought from Rochester. Right. That I. Loved. What about the hoodie that your nanny got you? Let's not talk about that, Lars. Okay, it's it's dirty and it's embarrassing. But the point is that like I never, I've, I've I've been trying to maintain the same thing. But I don't know at this point. What did y'all do? What? Why is it that we lost this game? You guys did something. All of y'all so, did something. I've already said it, Suge. I've already said it. I, like I put it in. I put it into the universe. The the moment that we went ahead, I, I thought. Oh, they have DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to make some crazy play, and this, they're going to win this thing. Like the the as soon as we went up, I was like, yeah, but they have DeAndre. Hopkins. Like that that was where my head went first. So yeah, I like materialized that. You did the that negative the, juju. I, I I my will be done. Yeah, Bill, what did you do? Well, well, why are you to blame? I was I was thinking about this very conversation prior to the game because I had two shirts. That were hanging up on my see. I never, I never like to throw any of my shirts in the dryer. The ones that I don't want to get shrunk at all. The ones that fit just right. So I had two shirts hanging up. One of which <laughs> I wear every fucking game. It's my game day. I mean, it's my game day shirt, right? I only wear it. Yeah. I only wear it for the games. I don't wear it at any other day. It's crisp. It's awesome. It's a great sharp red shirt. But I went back to Buffalo last week, and of course I made a trip to the Bills store, and I got a new long-sleeve Bills tee. It's great. I mean, this is another really awesome shirt. And I told myself, I was like, dude, I'm with Lars. That It doesn't matter. if Because I, I, as I put it on, I was like, <sighs> okay. I love I love that on one on one shoulder set yes. suge and on the I'm other sure. shoulder set yeah. large. But yeah, I mean that's every day of my life. I got one of you guys on each of my shoulders, you know, I'm just trying to carry the load here. But uh yeah, and uh and so here I was, man. I put on the new blue shirt and uh, I felt dirty about it, but I was like, no, nah, whatever. It doesn't matter what shirt we're gonna wear. Like it's gonna be a tough game. If we lose, it's all right, but it's not gonna be the reason why we lose the game. But here we are. Here we are. And guess what? But we lost in a hill and hurry. Here's the deal. Honestly, next game, guess what shirt I'm going to wear? The new yeah, one. You should. Wear the new one. Fuck no. I'll wear the red one. The old one? The old one. I got to bring it back. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have you to thank. You want, Bill, in the wait, meantime, you want me to wear uh, the, hop you on. You want me to wear the one that gave us bad juju? I don't know, because yeah. I, I want to exercise I the demon. I want to exercise the demon. <sighs> okay, fine. Once... To that point, I did not have chips and salsa today either. I did not. 
I, I don't. Actually, I did. I did. You act, I did. Like, Lars, you act like you're completely immune to this shit. And don't you dare think. I know your ass is just as fucking affected no. by the deepness. You know, maybe not as much as everyone else, but in the back of your mind, like if it was Super Ooh. Bowl weekend, Lars has a new your hat. Your ass would not eat some chips and salsa. Lars okay, did get I know a new that hat for a fact. I wore this last week, Oof. though. I wore this okay, last week. Never mind. Billy, in the meantime, you should pull up Group Me and check out uh, Suja's sweatshirt because I don't know if you saw it earlier. I did. Week, but the, it's uh, so bad. I actually don't think oh, it's that bad. Stop it. My poor nanny. I don't think it's that she bad. She just bought me a nice sweatshirt. It doesn't make any sense. Like, the one thing that, <laughs> Lars, you can post it on, 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 on Bills and Beers. I just feel like, I mean, she bought it. I mean, my, my, my nanny doesn't know anything about the Bills, doesn't know anything about it. She's just like, oh, there's something that's, that's Bills related. And. You know, my my employer it's, loves it's the not bills. A, it's not a Bills shirt. It's I a don't Buffalo know what bills. it is, Lars. I don't know. Shirt. I know, but she it was <laughs> it was purely based in love, right? So that's the hundred percent. Yes, yes, it's a hundred percent based in love. But I just looked at it and I kept looking at it and I kept thinking, like there were so many design flaws that I kind of feel like. Like, oh, they made the Buffalo too big, but then that was too late. And then they made the font for the BuffaloBills.com too big, and that was too late. And, like, there was you just – I would have loved to cow. be a fly in the room when they were trying to design it. And then I realized that there was no room. There is no room. There was just some dude that was just trying to make a shirt. It's it's a very curious design because, like, the, the letters BuffaloBills.com – Go in a like three quarter arc, right? Right, because so the, the Bills logo get... was too big and they couldn't get all the way around. But then, but that's not totally true. By the time we get to com, it's upside down, so it yeah. reads Buffalo Bills dot cow. Okay, right. for, for for number one. But the way that they've designed this is that as it goes through the arc, as it gets closer to the midpoint, the letters get bigger. So like the biggest thing on here is the word Bills. And Buffalo and .com, like, it, like, are getting smaller and bigger. So there's a lot of deliberate design choices that are taking place here that make no fucking sense. Because also, the way that the bill, the bison is charging, it's charging into the letters. The letters are creating a barrier by which the bison is being blocked. Like, this is a... Horribly designed. <laughs> right, this is what I'm saying. Like, I just, I wanted to be in the room where someone was designing this. And I really think there was only one person in the room because the guy was like, uh, well, this doesn't work. Well, it's fine. Let's just move the letters around this way. Oh, bills are more important, so make the bills bigger. Like, it was some guy, in all respect to my wife, it was some guy in the Philippines that, yes. like, just decided he's just... He's like, it's like oh, when you yeah, outsource, you outsource design, oh, bills like is five more bucks. Important. Bills is more important than being the bills bigger. I can't do a fucking Filipino they, accent. They must have like a template. There's got to be one of these for every team. And you say that the charging bill is too big. It's actually way too small. The letters are way too big and they're too blocky. They're too bold. Like everything about this sucks. Now, on a side note, something I've been meaning to bring up either on the pod or pre- or post-conversations that we haven't yet discussed, and I haven't seen actually Twitter chatter about this at all, is the giant video game letters that now like swoop onto the screen after a touchdown that say like Buffalo Bills or like whatever the team is. Have you not noticed this? Wait, what? No, not at all. 
when a team scores now, like, a giant, like, it says, like, touchdown Buffalo Bills and, like, giant letters that take up, like, the bottom third of the screen. Is this a direct TV thing that only I'm seeing? Maybe? Huh? You guys haven't, or or, or is this just Washington Irving you haven't noticed? Are you talking about, like, in the stadium, like, only at, in games? No, you're seeing on the broadcast. On the broadcast. It looks like something, like, straight out of Madden. It looks real, it's like, it... When it was happening week one, it was like almost kind of jarring. I've kind of grown to like it. I don't know if I have an opinion one way or the other, but it's such a choice that it's weird to me that like we hadn't done this already. Well, I'm, I will I'm, say one thing: I have not noticed it, and and, and, and if it's there, I'm definitely going to be watching for it now since I can't go to the bar and I can't do anything else. But I will say one thing is that. It really will suck if it gets called back, right? Like right. I feel like that's the fun thing about it, right? If, if it's like this amazing thing, but um, anyways, uh, but oh no, Lars, I have not seen it, but we should discuss this moving forward. Billy, have you? I have not seen it. I'm not sure what you what you're talking about. I, Maybe it's a Directv thing. That, no, because I watch all the games on Directv. I mean, I do sort of. So you must not know. Maybe it's it. the. Is it big and blue? Usually, no. It's big. It's big, and it's in team colors, and like it comes in and it fills up at least the bottom third of the screen, and it's like big bold letters, and it says like touchdown, whatever the team is. Really, Lars? Are you smoking a lot of pot during the games? None. Okay. Yeah, that sweatshirt is horrible. I'm taking a look at it right now. Yeah, you're right. It's bad. It's so bad. The buffalo's like all it's the way so around. Bad. It's like in your obliques. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. Um, hey, you know guys. what the thing All is? That's enough. No more, d- one, one more bills thing, and one, beers and design. That's it for this week's one more episode. Thing about, one more thing about sweatshirts. If you guys look closely, somebody took the time to design into that sweatshirt that on the arms, there's these little like light blue streaks that just make it kind of – so they took the time to do that, but they took no time to actually make the center of the shirt look good. But just look at the arms. Right. The arms are the key of why it's a complete failure. All right. So what are we doing for? What are we betting for next next week? Uh, we're, we, we, I don't know. The, the game's two weeks from now. I, who knows? Who are we playing? Um, the Chargers. All right. So here's my prediction. Um, it, am I up? I feel like it's been a while since I'm up. Well, we'll, we'll probably predict like the week of. So we'll probably save it. Am I up? Uh, no, Jeff is. Well, I'm right now. I'm saying that Josh Allen is going to throw for three touchdowns. Wow, I don't think we can bet on that. We can take the we can parlay uh, Allen's over. That's one of the things I took today. His over was at one and a half. It was the last two weeks. I took it both times at one. That seems like free money. Did um, you have two today? Yeah. Yeah, this the one that digs was the second one, so that's why I, I won that bet and I won our bet. Oh, it's it's one and a half. It's it's one and a half any form. It's not no, just throwing it's passing touchdowns. He threw two. He threw two passing touchdowns today. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I think three touchdowns from Josh Allen. That's what I'm saying. I think that he's gonna come back and just fucking tear up the world. So I, I it's not my bet, but that's. That's my feeling. I actually think that we're going to fucking destroy the Chargers. I think we're going to come back angry, and I think we're going to come back fighting. 
And I don't think yeah. that the Chargers have anything anything. I don't that can I don't think us. rookie quarterbacks in general fare well against this defense. I, I, I think that we you know, we touched on with Tua you're right, he hasn't done shit. He hasn't really seen much yet, but I I have I'm hard pressed to think he's gonna come out and do well against this defense. It, which again, I People are going to look at it and say, and I know that Cassie and I had, were at completely at odds about this at the beginning of the season, but like this defense, there's more than meets the eye. It is good enough to win games. It, it did what it, it needed to do today. Well, they're that getting final better. Final play notwithstanding. They're getting better. What's that? They're getting and they are better. getting better, and right, they're getting that's healthier. The point. They're getting yeah. better. They're getting healthier. The, you know, the Josh Norman thing notwithstanding, they're getting better. And the the point is that we played – the best running quarterback in the league right now, um, yeah. and we should have we should have beat him. Right, Matt, we Matt Milano makes him. a difference in this game. Healthy. Matt Milano makes, Matt a, Milano difference, makes a huge right? difference. Absolutely. Huge difference, right? Um, we don't lose this game. Uh, Adrian Panessa might too if he doesn't go out with a head injury. Yeah. Right, and so you know, Tua, Tua is one year less in the league and not nearly as good of a running quarterback. Right. No, so I we're agree. gonna we're gonna fucking destroy him. Right, like I, I genuinely feel we're going to destroy him. I, I think so, we can look. Justin we're Herbert, going we're into the buy. I it would have been great to go into the buy eight and two. Okay, go into the buy seven and three ain't that bad. I think at the very least we can go into the bye week very confident that we're going to make the playoffs, and probably just as confident that we will we are going to win the division. We've played ten games now. It feels it feels at this point like. You know, this it's you went through the teams we have to play in front of us. Like it feels pretty inevitable at this point, and that's a reason to be happy. Now, yeah, granted, and I like Josh I like Allen going might, I like going into the bye with a bitter taste in your mouth. I I do yep. too. I do too. And I you know you know again, Josh Allen might get the might get the Rona. He might break his leg. Who knows? We can't we can't predict that. But you know, barring anything disastrous like that. That Hail Mary sucks. It would have been great to go to bed tonight with Diggs being the one to get the last score. If we didn't, who cares? Like we said, borderline meaningless game. We have a lot to look forward to in the six weeks uh, coming out of the bye. So let's not let's not hang our heads. Let's hang our hat on that instead and enjoy the week off. I know I will. I'm sure you guys will too. And we'll come back to you after the uh, – so I think I, I put this on Twitter and I put this in the group and you guys didn't really respond – the next game we have is the only one o'clock game we have scheduled for the rest of the year. Is that right? No, we've got one other one. We've got two one o'clock games scheduled for the rest of the year. Actually, no, we have one one o'clock game scheduled until the final week of the season. It's the next one. Then we're in prime time. Wow. For three of the next weeks, and the the Denver game might get flexed. So. Um, so what happens when you're one of the best teams in the league? That's right. That's right. And that's what you should go into the bye week knowing, Bills fans. So let's leave it on that note. Until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me want to shout.